We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> it may be the nighttime, but the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local, and not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well, we're waiting. Live from the Kia Studios, it's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome into Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yes, it is time for the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out with you here in the Kia Studios on this Thursday evening with you for the full four. We ask you to download the Odyssey app. You're not in the car as much, but you want to listen in. Download the Odyssey app on one of your devices today. Take the smartphone, take the Alexa speakers, take the tablet, take your Nextel, take your Roomba, take your Coleco, whatever your device is. Just download it on something to be able to catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, best way to be a part of the show, follow us on our personal Twitter pages. I am at JMCH316 on the Twitter machine. And, man, look who's here. Two nights in a row. Two nights in a row. Dylon is in the building. Dylon. Dylan, 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 and Dylan, because I spit hot fire. That's, again, more Dylons than we've had over the last two weeks, um, but at underscore Dylan Matthews. So, um, in the words of Jim Ross, we are busier than a fruit merchant here tonight, so a lot to get into. Um, obviously, first and foremost, Jalen Carter, uh, the big story, he turned himself in this morning to Athens police. He posted bond. Um, answer the charges, and now he's back up in Indianapolis, and he's going through all of the interviews that he didn't do and anything yesterday. 
now he's he is supposed to have met with the Falcons. I don't know if I don't know what time the meeting is, but part of the meetings that he was going to do, he was going to finish all of his height and weight measurements, and then he was going to do all of his interviews with teams. So I don't know what time he was supposed to meet with the Falcons. Maybe he already has. I just haven't seen it. But um, but he was going to finish all of that up, and then obviously, you know, we'll see what happens, and uh, you know, they'll, they'll eventually set a court date and. We'll try to get all of this uh, thing figured out. Uh, but he is up in Indianapolis and finishing up. He wasn't going to work out. Uh, he'll, I guess, work out at his pro day. But he wasn't going to work out in the combine anyway. So um, none of that was was going to happen. It feels like several guys are not doing a lot of the workouts and stuff like that. But, you know, that's kind of par for the course. They'd much rather wait till their pro days. And, you know, Johnny Manziel was like that. Like, Johnny Manziel had this big pro day. And I think he was like, 25 of 26 or something crazy like that at his pro day at Texas A&M. And obviously he ended up being a, a first round pick because, you know, um, much like with the Deshaun Watson deal, you know, when you got a dumb owner like Jimmy Haslam and a dysfunctional organization, you draft guys like that. So anyway, but um, he's uh, he's going through all the interview process and, and he'll get all of his measurables as well. Um, are the Hawks in must win mode? Tomorrow night, I mean, it's certainly starting to feel like it because, and we're going to talk about this coming up in the next segment because we may learn more about the Atlanta Hawks starting Saturday and all of next week than we have at any point during the season. But tomorrow night, I I know in the scheme of things, even with 20 games to go, it's not necessarily must win, but it's sure starting to feel that way because if you lose again on your home court, you lose to a team that hasn't been great. Um, I think that the uh, Trailblazers, I think that they've lost um, four of their last five, I believe. And it does look like, by the way, too, with Portland coming in, that it's being reported that probably Cam Reddish will get a chance to start against his former team. So, oh, have you guys seen um, the fact that uh, Cam Reddish has had his minutes reduced four games in a row after he made this big splash and got to Portland and all that kind of stuff? The last four games he's had his minutes reduced, and then he didn't start last night in that game. But just just saying. Bang! Anyway, yeah, just just saying anyway. But they are 2-0 and when he scores under 10 points. When he scores under 10 points, they're 2-0. and When he scores 10 or more points, they are, what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 0-5 oh, when he's played for Portland. Huh. What does that tell you? Well, I mean, again, let's see. 34-40, 31-15, 29-23, and 24-16 last night. So that's four consecutive games in a row where his minutes have been cut. Okay. All right. Bang! Okay. So, anyway. Uh, but all indications are is that they will start him tomorrow night. So um, that's good news for the Hawks. I was about to say, I like our chances. Yeah, yeah, it's good good news, you know, for the Hawks. So we'll see what happens. But it really does feel like that this is a game that Hawks got to find a way to find a way to win. I mean, they they absolutely do. They they have to find a way to win this game by hook or by crook, right? And if Trey Young's got to go for fifty and ISO it, go for fifty. You know, Bradley Beal the other night put that team on his shoulders and they were going to win that game. If you got to have, if Trey or DeJounte or 
Collins or whoever has to have one of those kinds of nights, then we got to have it because we got to protect home court advantage. And again, that's the best way for this team to be able to move up in the standings and everything like that. And we talked about last night on the show that, um, you know, things did go the, the Hawks way last night as um, Miami lost last night. Brooklyn got crushed last night. So there were some things Cleveland lost last night. So there were some things that went the Hawks way, even though they didn't play, you know, the Hawks picked up half a game on a few teams that are directly right around them. Right. Um, I think the bulls did win uh, last night. So, uh, but otherwise, I mean, uh, the heat lost, the nets lost, the Cavs lost. So all those teams that ended up picking up a, uh, a loss last night, uh, that helps the Hawks as, as they try to climb the standings. And just kind of sitting in the eighth spot at 31 and 31, you know, a game and a half behind Miami, uh, three games behind Brooklyn. Um, they are up uh, half a game on Toronto and a game and a half up on Washington, who's in that 10 spot right now. So, yeah, I know – 20 games to go isn't maybe necessarily must win, but it certainly feels like that for the Hawks, and, and we'll talk more about them in a little bit. Uh, we will talk to our buddy Brad Rowland uh, at 820 uh, tonight, uh, host of the Locked on Hawks podcast. So uh, we'll talk to him 820 this evening and uh, figure out where we're at with, uh, with all of this as Quinn Snyder looks for his first win with the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, combine today. Uh, we'll talk more about this in the college football roundup later on in the show, but height, weight measurements, 40 yard dashes. Did you see Nolan Smith? His 40 yard dash was officially listed at four, three, nine, four, three, nine. What an unbelievable athlete that he is. And, you know, he may end up being one of those guys that is better in the pros than he even was at Georgia. You know, I mean, they Georgia has kind of this team concept about how their defense operates. There's, there's not always necessarily one guy who stands out in this Kirby defense, but Nolan Smith may be one of those guys that ends up a better pro than he was in college. And obviously you see his leadership with his teammates and different things like that. Um, there was a uh, I don't know if it's a, if it's a Tic Tac video or Instagram video or something like that, but um, some of his teammates were watching him run the 40-yard dash, and then they got up and were hooting and hollering and, and everything else. So um, he's definitely one of those beloved guys with his teammates. Even though he didn't play at the end of the year and was hurt and missed the national title game and all that stuff, he still was a, a vital part uh, of that roster and of that team. And obviously he was there with all of those guys going through uh, everything. So um, good for Nolan Smith. I mean, look, shocking that a Georgia player, you know, balls out at the, you know, at the uh, combine and everything like that. So, uh, but good for him. And uh, we'll get into some some of the measurables and different things like that uh, coming up in our college football uh, roundup. Uh, Braves win today over the Mets. I guess some things never change in uh, Grapefruit League action. So we'll uh, we'll talk to our buddy Chris Willis. I hate the Mets. Yeah, we'll have. Uh, we'll, we'll, how about this? Let, let's just let's just give a tease. Go ahead and play play that quick version of of the Mets song. Since F the Mets. Oh, yeah. F, F the, the Mets. Mets. Step, Step right up, up and F the Mets. So there you go. Uh, it's our first official win over the Mets this season. The Met, the first of many that will come 
by beating the Mets. I hate I the Mets. Yeah. Who doesn't? I mean, who who likes the Mets? Is anybody? Any 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 anybody with a soul? None of my friends. Yeah. Well, I mean, but your friends like the Eagles, but anyway. Um, so and you wear Eagles gear. Is that the next thing we're gonna see you wear? Is is a Mets jersey or something no, like that? No, no. Okay. You but, I would have to be dead. Okay. For anybody you, to ever get Mets you, gear, you, Aints gear on me. You wore you wore uh Philadelphia Eagles. But, and hat and but see that that only happened because huh? I was being a supportive boyfriend and I would have oh. and she knows I would have never done that if oh. we, they were playing the Falcons. It was only oh. because the Falcons had nothing to do with it oh. and that sort of thing. And oh. it was a Super Bowl and I was being a supportive boyfriend. Oh. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Well, listen, that's a good story. Um, so <laughs> uh, I, I look just look online. Eventually, eventually, Dylon will will be in some kind of you know Phillies jersey or something. Uh, like never because he's being a supportive boyfriend uh, to everything. So um, KSU is in action tonight. In fact, um, that game should be tipping off right about now. They are at uh, at Kennesaw State. They're at the KSU. Uh, con, uh, what, what is it? The Convocation Center, right? The KSU Convocation Center. So they're taking on Lipscomb tonight. This is this is the semifinals of the um, uh, of the ASUN tournament. Now, uh, I don't know. I, I would assume Liberty is in in the other game that is being played. We may have to get our uh, we may have to get our friend of the show, Emily Austin, on if uh, if Liberty makes it uh, to the uh, to the championship game against KSU. We may have to get her on and maybe make a little bet or some kind of wager or something like that uh, on the show. But yeah, KSU is in action uh, tonight. They're taking on Lipscomb. They they beat Lipscomb fairly handily. Uh, I want to say it was maybe a month or so ago, maybe a month, six weeks ago or something like that. But they beat them, I think it was 85-72 that they handled uh, Lipscomb. So hopefully they'll they'll get through this. A little bit of a scare the other night against Queens University, but uh, they found a way to get it done. They won by a point and uh, hung on uh, for victory. And the good thing is, is that, you know, KSU, as long as they keep advancing, they're going to play at home. So it's not like they got to go to – uh, you know, pick a random state, you know, Madison Square Garden to play in the conference finals, uh, you know, their, their finals of their conference championship. I mean, so, you know, they're they're going to be at home the whole way through. But um, let's hope that they uh, can find a way to at least get in the NCAA tournament. I don't care what really happens at that point, but at least it would be a good thing to see Kennesaw State find their way into the tournament and at least give us something locally to kind of root for. Because if not... We ain't got nothing uh, unless, unless Georgia or Georgia Tech makes the most miraculous of runs in the history of collegiate basketball, and that's what that that's that's what that would be if if Georgia runs through the SEC tournament and the SEC is loaded this year, or if Tech would find a way. Who I think Tech won what four? Did Tech win four games or five games in the regular season in the ACC? It might have been might have been five because they blew out Syracuse up there in uh, in New York. But um, that that would be the most miraculous of runs if Tech or Georgia finds a way to run through the uh, conference tournaments uh, out there. And by the way, if the um, uh, I do believe if the A Sun finals, they will broadcast that on ESPN. So regardless of who plays, and I think that's on ESPN. So hopefully it will be at uh, at Kennesaw. So. All right, starting on Saturday, 
we may learn more about the Atlanta Hawks than at any point this year. I'll explain. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio 929 The Game, Odyssey.com app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. Hanging out in the Key Studios Thursday night with you. 404-741-0929. We can open up the phone lines if you want to have a discussion uh, about this. So we'll, uh, we'll open up the phone lines to you here in this segment. It's also our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app site catches on the go. Social media at 9 to 9 the game at JMSH316 at underscore Dylon Matthews. So I really do believe that come Saturday night, we're most likely going to learn more about the Atlanta Hawks than we have at any point this season. Because now it really gets cranked up. So if you don't know... Besides the game tomorrow night against the Trailblazers, Hawks have to go down on Saturday night to play Miami, where they will be on the road Monday, or sorry, Saturday night in Miami, Monday night in Miami, and then off day on Tuesday, back at it Wednesday and Friday with both games in Washington. So when you look, and, and we've talked about how important it is. Obviously, if they're trying to get to that sixth seed, you've got, when you look at it, the back end of a back-to-back starting on Saturday. That's the second game of a back-to-back. 
Hawks have not played well on back-to-backs. Then you got four games on the road. Well, Hawks have not played well on the road this year. Hawks right now are 14-18 and on the road this year. Then you're looking at trying to beat teams, two teams next week, on their home court in what will be, you know, back-to-back games for them. So you're trying to, you're literally trying to beat the same team, you know, at least once or twice on their home court. That's a tough assignment. And then Washington, who's a game and a half away from Atlanta, depending on what happens tomorrow or the next couple of nights and things like that, you know, that may be a situation where the Hawks in Washington flip-flop one another. So, you know, again, at least split with Washington and hold serve, as we've said before on the show. So there are so many things that are working against the Hawks over the next four games and over the next week. So many things that the Hawks have not responded well to. And this is where Quinn Snyder has got to get some things figured out. They haven't been good on back-to-back games. They haven't been good on the road. It's not easy, even even if you're playing well, it's not easy to beat a home team twice or even once, you know, on, on their home floor like that. You know, like when you're in the playoffs and you've got, you know, in the old days when you had three games in a row on the other team's home court, it's not easy to win one or two of those games, and especially if you're the Hawks. And then you're playing the team that is directly in front of you. So if the Hawks really take care of their business, they could move themselves up into the seven seed, potentially. Or if they don't take care of their business and maybe they lose a couple of games to Washington, maybe they stub their toe, Miami, lose a couple of games in Washington, they could find them. I mean, by the end of next week, Hawks could literally find themselves maybe anywhere from 7 to 10 in the standings. It could change that quickly. So Quinn Snyder's got his work cut out for him. And and you look at, okay, now we're at 20 games. Well, by the end of next week, you're going to have a fifth of those games out of the way. You're going to have 20% of that schedule out of the way just by playing two teams because you'll play two teams in four in four games. So all of the things that have not gone the Hawks' way, and that's why this becomes such an important stretch, and I think we'll learn a lot about the Hawks. Are things a little bit different? Have there been some changes? Are they revitalized? You know, if they, at least if they can hold serve, as we say, if they can be two and two over that stretch, then probably they don't lose any ground. But if they find themselves at a one and three or an zero oh and four, then the idea that they're going to get into that six seed, I think, becomes a moot point. I think by the end of next week, 
I, I, unless you tell me the Hawks are going to go on a, you know, on a run where they'll be 15 and 0 down the stretch, some kind of ridiculous run. Unless you tell me that they're going to go on some kind of ridiculous run over the final 15 games, I'm not buying that they're going to be the sixth seed, and they'll be just kind of lingering around. You know, two and two, okay. I, I, you know, again that that doesn't put them out of the woods, but you know they they're still fighting, scratching, clawing. And I haven't taken a look at any of the teams, you know, like Brooklyn's schedule or Toronto's schedule or anything like that. But you got the Miami Heat directly in front of you, and you've got the Washington Wizards at the number ten spot. They're they're just a little bit behind you. So things could really be shifting next week for the Atlanta Hawks. And if they split two and two, I'll tell you that they'll probably be somewhere about the eighth seed. But if they have any aspirations of finding themselves in that sixth seed, they better win tomorrow and at least go three and one against the Heat and Wizards. And that's not going to be easy because that means you swept a two-game series against one of those teams. Now, they did this earlier in the year, okay? They they had this same Fakakta, you know, uh, back-to-back games against the same team on the road. Except that the problem is, is that it was against the Detroit Pistons, who might be in the running for the worst team in the entire of the NBA. They're certainly from a wins perspective, the worst team in the Eastern Conference by a lot. I mean, when you figure that the Hornets have won 20 games on the year, but the Pistons have only won 15 games. Think about that. The Detroit Pistons have only won 15 games to this point this year. We're 75% of the way through the schedule, and they have 15 wins. So the Hawks, you know, for we talk about Charlotte and how dreadful – that they were against Charlotte, at least the Hawks are 3-0 and against the Pistons this year. And I think, by the way, they have one more game against the Pistons on their schedule. So hopefully they go 4-0 and against the Pistons. But this will be the second and third time that they've done this, you know, play a team in back-to-back games over, th- over you know, three days. This will be the second time they- they've done it except that now the competition level gets a little bit better. Miami and Washington. And by the way, you've already lost you know, one game to the Wizards. That's why those games become so important. When you're playing you know, four games in 21 against one team and that team is nipping on your heels, you better make sure you take care of some business. So I really do think that we will learn a lot about what the Hawks are at the end of next week, when when we regroup on, what is that going to be? Um, the, uh, uh, what is that, the, uh, the 12th or no, 13th of next week? When we regroup on the 13th of next week, I think we'll have a clear understanding about the direction that this Hawks team is headed. And by the way, on that Saturday – because they'll play, they'll play again Friday, Saturday. Uh, so they play in Washington on Wednesday and Friday. Then they come home on that Saturday. You know who they've got on that Saturday in the second of a back-to-back? 
at home? Do you know who it is? No, I'm asking. Yeah. Well, it's only the number two team in the East who's 45 and 18. Oh, you mean the Celtics? Yeah. That's tough. The the only reason that the Celtics are a half game behind is because the Bucs have won 16 in a row. Because they've gotten healthy, and, and, and all of a sudden, they can't be stopped. It's the only reason that they're a half game against uh, above the Celtics. It took 16 wins in a row to get a half game above the Celtics. So you got Yikes. Boston coming into your place on that Saturday night. That's why this four-game stretch, yeah, in the, in the grand scheme of things, may not feel as important, but if Again, I, I and I've said, yes, we can talk about the future and all this kind of stuff. They're in win-now mode, the Hawks are. They're looking to win games now. They're not throwing away the rest of the season just so that they can evaluate things. Quinn Snyder wasn't brought in here just to evaluate players and see who we can work with and all this other falderall. He was also brought in here to win games right now. Because Tony Ressler ain't throwing away this season. They want playoff games. They want that revenue. They want to be in the playoffs. They want to win. They want to advance. They want to be in this mix to where that pendulum is going back to, you know, we're headed toward playoff basketball and we're we're getting our pendulum closer to where we were when we were the Eastern Conference Finals versus – where we've kind of stunk it up the last couple of seasons. Okay, I don't know what that. Uh, I don't know what that was. Um, you, you were talking like about the the, the future and how it's not oh. about the future. So okay, I thought that was kind of relevant. Okay, oh, all right. Um, um, I don't know where to go from here. My, I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, listen. We we can talk about all this other, you know, value. Uh, they want to win. They want to win. And you heard Clint Capella yesterday say um, in meeting with the media that they want to be the number six seed. That's what their goal is, to be the number six seed. Well, the only way that you do that is play better on the road, play better in back-to-backs, be able to literally sweep a team in a mini-series, if you will, and teams that are in the playoff hunt, whether directly ahead of you or, you know, directly behind you. And the Wizards took care of business here at State Farm Arena the other night. That was a big win for them. As much as we talk about the Hawks needing a win, the Wizards really needed that win as well. So you can make it up by going there and beating them a couple times. If they're 3-1, and 4-0, might very well be in the sixth seed. If they're 1-3 or 0-4 off this road trip, I don't know what to tell you at that point. I think everything's up in the air at that point, and then it can start to be a discussion of looking toward the future. Next week is going to decide a lot of different things about the direction of where this team is going to be at for the rest of this season. All right, when uh, we get back, we will talk to Chris Willis, of course, covering the Atlanta Braves for BatteryPower.com, what he had to say as uh, Braves did win today in Grapefruit League action over the hapless Mets. So uh, we'll talk to Chris up next. Chuck Reed in the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, Odyssey.com app. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Tuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is the John Chuckery Show. Live on this Thursday evening with you as Grapefruit League action continues along. Braves pick up a win today over the New York Mets, the dreaded New York Mets. We uh, talk all things Braves baseball with our buddy. We head out to the waitfor.com hotline, Atlanta's Ford dealer, Chris Willis. He is joining us, and uh, he's a managing editor for BatteryPower.com. Check out all of his Braves coverage. BatteryPower.com is the website to go to. Chris is on Twitter at Chris underscore Willis. And Chris, as always, man, appreciate the time as we get ready for a new season of Braves baseball, man. It won't get here soon enough. Yeah, I'm excited. It's back, and I appreciate you guys having me on. You know, first question I want to ask you is, I am curious. You know, we've always talked about the Braves. Maybe one of the things that is underrated about the Braves is their speed. And, you know, they do take a lot of chances, whether it's Snitker or Ron Washington, but they motor their way around the bases. I mean, they they always try to take that extra base. I'm curious with, you know, the base size increased now with the, you know, inability to throw over, you know, several times, you know, first base to keep a runner close. Do you get the sense that Brian Snitker will turn some of these guys loose? I mean, Ronnie, Harris, Ozzie, you think that they'll really emphasize the idea of turning these guys loose and letting them run and steal even more than normal? You know, they've always been, like you said, they've always been kind of aggressive on the bases. You know, there's been a lot of uh, scoring from, whether it's scoring from first, going first to third on a on a hit. But, you know, with the new rules and everything, I think there is a good chance we're going to see an uptick in stolen bases. I mean, if you look last year, Ronald, Ronald uh, was running all the time, and we know he wasn't feeling 100%. Um, either so and Michael Harris showed to be uh, a pretty good you know a high percentage uh, base stealer as well I'd like to see Ozzy run a little bit more uh, so I think that's going to be interesting to see I think it would add another dynamic to this lineup uh, you know oftentimes it seems like they've just sat around and waited on the three-run homer uh, but with these rule changes now I think they can really put a, a lot of pressure on opposing pitchers and, and opposing defenses so how do you think, as far as the order goes, when we get to game one of the regular season? You know, they've been using Olsen when they've had their regular lineup at second. Um, you know, Michael Harris more through the middle of the order. How do you think that Harris, Rosario, Grissom, how do you think that those guys profile for what their place in the order is going to be? It's really going to be interesting to see how they come out. Uh, before the spring opener, I had kind of been thinking about uh, the possibility of seeing Michael Harris second against the right-hander and then maybe Ozzie Albies second uh, against the lefty. You remember they, they tried Olsen in the two-hole last year, and it uh, just didn't click, and then he kind of settled in into that three or four, number four spot uh, as the season went on. 
you know, it'd be interesting to see if they really, if they try Olsen in that two spot again, uh, you know, I don't have a problem with him being there, but I think Michael Harris has shown um, that, you know, if he's, if he's doing what he did last year, then I think, uh, you know, it's, it would be good to get him as many plate appearances as possible, especially against righties. And we all know how, how good Ozzy is against, uh, you know, against left-handers. So, you know, I think it's, that's going to be an interesting dynamic. I'm kind of curious too, where they're going to hit Sean Murphy. Uh, you know, once everybody's once everybody's in there, I wonder if w- would they because of the right-handed bat would they try Vaughn Grissom in that two-hole? Because I really like the way Ozzy just profiles through the middle of that order, and if he can get back to that thirty-homer, hundred RBI guy, you know, hitting in that say five spot, I just think he's such a good run producer. Do you think that Vaughn Grissom could get some at bats against lefties in that two hole? You know, that's a good point. I hadn't really considered that too much because I just kind of feel like they might hit Vaughn at the bottom of the order and have him focus on his defense and not try to put too much pressure on him. Uh, but he certainly hit well through the first three games of the spring. And, and we know he's got a little bit more of a contact approach than some of the other guys in this thing. So, I mean, if he got, he gets off to a hot start, you know, I think you could see him move move up in the order uh certainly i mean he you know he played a key part last year he came up with some uh pretty big hits down the stretch uh but the lineup's really fascinating because uh, there is a lot of questions and i you know i'm not real sure exactly where it's going to go i mean i don't know if you can read too much into spring training lineups because in a lot of cases they're just trying to get guys as many plate appearances as they can and then get them out of the game but you know that's going to be really interesting to see how that how that evolves as uh, the month of March, you know, as, as Grapefruit League season uh, winds down. Braves reporter and managing editor for BatteryPower.com, uh, Chris Willis joins us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. You know, Braves fans were kind of reading into, they've been reading into some things the last couple of days, the Dansby story aside and all that, but they were reading into the message that may have been sent to Marcelo Zuna where I guess, and and correct me if I'm wrong, he was the only 40-man roster player that was sent to both locations in a split squad game, and is Snitger trying to send a message to him? I mean, are are we kind of like delving too deep into this? I mean, are we getting paralysis from analysis and and just kind of overthinking all of this kind of stuff? Well, I mean, I think – I think the answer is yes and no. Um, you know, it does seem like he's not in that first group, you know, because the Braves have not been really splitting it up too much. They've been playing a lot of a lot of their regulars on one day and then the next day, uh, you know, going a little more, more reserves. Um, I, it may not be smart to read too much into that, but, um, you know, at the same time, I think it's fairly noteworthy when you've got a veteran like for Ozuna and, you know, he's making the three-hour bus trip to Port St. Lucie and he's the only uh, he's the only uh, veteran on that trip. So, um, you know, it's interesting. I don't know, you know, I don't know how much we need to read into it, but, you know, I do think it's something worth paying attention to. Do you think we'd ever see him in left field short of three guys get injured and can't play out there? I mean, do you think that they would drop him in any scenario where he's playing left field at the start of a game? I've heard his name mentioned in left field more than I was expecting. And, um, you know, I know he got to start out there today as well. So it seems like they're trying to get him ready, uh, you know, if they need him out there or whatnot. But I think it really depends on 
what the other options do, honestly. I mean, if Eddie Rosario uh, struggles, you know, they may be in a position where they're they're searching for an answer out there. We haven't seen Jordan Leplo yet. He's a, he's dealing with a sore oblique. Uh, but, you know, I like what we've seen from some of these other outfield options as well. But, you know, again, it's so early in spring, it's, it's just really hard. It's really hard to draw any conclusions from what we've seen now. Or, but, you know, in a week, 10 days, a couple of weeks, you know, it may, things may, uh, it may make more sense. Chris, what do you think the future is of Kobe Allard? What what do you think his long-term outlook is for this club? He looks like, I mean, he just looks like rotation depth to me. You know, he could come in in that long reliever spot as well. If they need him to make a start, he could. If a starter gets knocked out early, you know, he can come in and maybe, you know, log two, three innings um, and try to save the bullpen. Um, but I thought he looked pretty good today, and I thought he's looked – Better, better than he did, you know, the, during his first in in Atlanta. I mean, obviously he was he was really young then. I know he didn't have a ton of success in, with the Rangers, but you know, I, I thought it was an intriguing uh, intriguing move getting him back because he can fill a lot of a lot of uh, different roles if they need him to, and uh, you know, you never have enough depth. Managing editor and Braves reporter for BatteryPower.com, Chris Willis joins us here on the WaitFord.com hotline. You know, Dylan Dodd is a guy who's interesting. You know, he's he's had some pretty good stuff, his couple of outings and things like that. How do you see him uh, as far as is he making this club? Is he part of this staff? Is he going to start off in the minors? Like, what, what do you profile Dylan Dodd as? I mean, he's been really impressive, uh, you know, for his first two appearances in the uh, um, you know, I don't think he's going to make the club. Obviously, you know, things could change if, if you know, depending on what happens the rest of the month. But I think we're going to see him go to Gwinnett, and I would not be surprised at all. I, in fact, I expect to see him at some point uh, this season. Now, you know, either as a starter, he could work as a starter, and he could also, uh, you know, he could also move to the bullpen. I mean, he's been pretty, he's been pretty electric uh, in his first two starts and uh, very impressive, or first two appearances and. You know, really impressive with the fastball and uh, the whole arsenal, really. So, you know, to me right now, if first few games of spring, he's been one of the uh, biggest surprises. And, uh, you know, I expect to see a lot more from him. I just don't know if it'll be on opening day. Chris, Spencer Strider, um, you know, obviously the remarkable year last year and could have certainly been co-rookie of the year for this club and for Major League Baseball and, and all the numbers and you know, now he's going to get a chance to start right out from, you know, day one being a starting pitcher. Do you think that he's a guy that, you know, I know he wants the ball a lot, but, you know, is he a guy who could profile as 185 to 200 inning kind of pitcher? Can, can he be a guy that holds up like that over the, the course of a season with the way that he just rears back and fires? Can can he be that kind of guy at, you know, like a top-of-the-rotation type. I'm not saying he's going to be the number one starter, but just a top-of-the-rotation guy with the stuff he has and his durability. I mean, it's a great question, and, and because if he can get to that number, then you're you're not just talking about the number one starter on the Braves. You're talking about one of the best starters in the entire league if he could log that, uh, that amount of innings. I mean, he was, you know, he was phenomenal last season. I think that's the biggest question. You know, uh, everybody kept asking him about his innings last year, and, you know, he just wasn't bothered with it. And it, it doesn't seem like the Braves really focus on a number. When it comes to innings, they focus on, you know, how the guys are feeling 
after starts and and whatnot, and then they'll try to get him extra rest. And you know, Strider was, I mean, he was pretty well off until that oblique issue showed up. You know, I think I think that's a question that'll have to be answered this season. Uh, you know, he's kind of a slight frame, but he's a strong guy, and um, you know, and then and that stuff's just electric. If he can hold up, you know, you're talking about, like I said, you're talking about a a Cy Young contender for probably multiple seasons. So, you know, that's going to be really interesting to see and, and, and see how uh, the Braves choose to handle him. Last question for you, Chris. Do you think Travis Darno starts off the year as the DH for this club? Do they plug him right into the DH spot, or do you think that they try somebody else first and, and allow Darno to just kind of make sure that he stays at that backup catcher role and if he has to spell Murphy at all? I think he's going to see a ton of at bats at DH. I think the interesting question is going to be now is is kind of, you know, does Marcelo Zuna or does somebody else figure into that mix too? I don't think you can run both your catchers out in the same lineup every day, even if one of them's just hitting, you know, over a full season. So some guys are gonna are gonna see that. But I think if Ozuna is not on the roster, then you know I think Darno's going to see a, a ton there, and and when Darno's behind the plate, it's going to be Sean Murphy, just because that's kind of that's kind of how this lineup's uh, shaking out. Um, you know, Darno, uh, I know he said he said all the right things. You know, with Murphy coming in, and it seems like they're in they're in lockstep. And uh, you know, I just, uh, Darno's been such a big bat and a big contributor for this team the last two years. You know, I just don't see him uh, being out of the lineup too much. So yeah, I mean, to answer your question. I, I would not be shocked at all if he's the DH on opening day, just because, you know, that's probably the best lineup they can they could roll out with uh, him and Murphy both. Yeah, and so many clutch moments too. That's um, that's you know he's had so many big hits for this club over the last couple of years. Chris Willis is a Braves reporter and managing editor for BatteryPower.com. You can check out all of his work there. Check him out on Twitter as well at Chris underscore Willis. And he joined me here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Chris, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. The first of many conversations that we will have throughout the season. So thank you so much. And, uh, again, uh, enjoy uh, the spring training and uh, we get ready for baseball season to crank it up. All right. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. You got it. John Chuckery will be back. Sports Radio 929 The Game, Odyssey.com app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.